0: on Local Now, Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Good day. Crikey. Non-farm payrolls come out on Friday. Our economy used to be heavily influenced by farming payrolls. When you go back 250 years, we were a farming nation. So, we've come up with a statistic that says, let's look at the non-farming payrolls. U.S. employment data shows weakness or strength in the non-farm payrolls. The non-farm payrolls show us the unemployment rate in the economy as a percentage of the overall workforce. It's a really important indicator. If I croak today, the one thing you have to watch is payrolls. They're that important to the overall health of the economy. It's a number that is watched by the Federal Reserve who sets our interest rates. It's a number that's watched by presidents and Congress who sets legislation. Anything under 5% is low. Now, we're under 5% on nonfarm payrolls. So we're still hiring workers, but on the Wednesday before that nonfarm payrolls come out, On the first Friday of the month, we saw ADP show us some concern on how many jobs are being added in the private sector. The Don Farm Payrolls on Friday gives us information on the increase or decrease in jobs from various sectors of the economy. Small companies, big size companies. Right now, it's the small companies who I really think are the blood of our economy, the grease of our engine. They're struggling. Bigger companies, they're still hiring. Smaller companies, not so much. Average hourly earnings is something that we see, and that that ties into inflation. And you want Goldilocks. Goldilocks was an annoying chick who broke into the bear's house. She was a vandal. She was a burglar. She broke chairs. She ate their food. But she also taught us the most important lesson of all time. She doesn't want things too hot. She doesn't want things too cold. And that's a fact, Jack. The non-farm payrolls is a compiled name of goods, construction, and manufacturing companies. It does not include private household employees. So if you're paying someone to mow your yard or clean your house, it's not there. It's a super influential statistic or economic indicator. It's worthy of knowing that it's an interpretation of the economy that I dig. You have to like the economy a little bit if you're going to play the game of, let's be an adult investor. Okay, buddy, my buddy. Um, Some top stories out there today. Marijuana stocks are down, but pot sales are soaring. Ford just got fined by China. That's, it's annoying. Salesforce.com, it had a bad day on Monday, but it had a good day today. On Monday, the story was that they're losing a little bit of a table-pounding kind of idea, where analysts would say, business are moving their business And their application's online. Now, with software valuations reaching a 15-year high for both software-as-a-service, S-A-A-S, and on-premise, the peak period of tax reform-driven IT spending likely is behind us. So there was a massive opportunity when Trump cut taxes on corporations. A lot of business went to companies like Salesforce. So now J.P. Morgan says it's no longer a table-pounder. Two days later, or maybe a day and a half later, Salesforce had a great quarter. Great quarter, not a good quarter, great quarter. Hmm. Remember when you were a college student and how frugal your life was? If you can be that way as an adult, you'll save a lot of money. My kids ate a $16 burrito yesterday. There's nothing on the planet that you could put inside a burrito and make it worth $16. If I can get them eating ramen noodles, I'd be a richer man. If you could, I'll shall we say, be frugal and go to TJ Maxx instead of going to Macy's, or Saks Fifth Avenue, you'll be fine. I'm wearing shoes right now that my dog ate the soles out of because I don't want to buy a new $120 pair of shoes right now. I'm just frugal. I don't think any blender on the planet's worth $300. Can't convince me of that. So just throwing that out there. Lifestyle creep will destroy your finances, in my opinion. Oh, Closing a credit card account can actually hurt your credit score. That's a stupid thought, right? Mama always said, we, we grew up thinking that too many credit cards is a bad thing, but the longevity of a credit card is a good thing. So I've got a Bank of America credit card that I use once a year, maybe twice a year. It's not my ideal choice. It gives me up to $5,000 of spending because I've never upped it in 17 or 18 years. It's my longest tenured credit card, and I won't shut it down because my average credit card length would go down. Tinder's new feature lets users choose up to three sexual orientations. I'll say this. Maybe I missed out on the 1970s and free love, and it was replaced by the 80s and 90s, you know, um, HIV scares. Yeah, I missed out on the whole Tinder revolution. But now I'm, I'm kind of glad that I did, because you can label yourself as queer, asexual, or demisexual. And for the record, I have no clue what demisexual is. I That's kind of odd to me, right? I I couldn't even guess it. Now, here's how I work. I'm not going to take the time to figure out what it means. Like, I don't have enough space in my brain for that. I think you only have so much space in your brain. Google is appealing the $1.7 billion EU antitrust fine over illegal advertising practices. Okay, 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 okay. Tariffs would cripple Mexico's ability to deal with migration, so says some former U.S. ambassadors. We got a lot of sticky things going on right now. I think... It's because it's 15, 16 months before the election. And I think some of these sticky wicket kind of things, and what exactly is a sticky wicket? I think some of these sticky wicket kind of things will resolve positively so the president can do a victory lap during the presidential debates. And even if he didn't, how shall we say, solve migration or illegal migration of people? or immigration into our country, he'll say that he cre- he fixed it, which is what it is. Uh, Boeing is having a rocky road back to win back trust after deadly 737 MAX crashes. Here's the thing. The world population is growing so fast, Boeing has to sell planes. Countries have to take Boeing planes whether they want them or not. At some point, it's going to be a very, very good buy. And if you have 5, 10, 15, 20 years, I think it's a good buy today. But it could become a better buy. We don't know how the headlines are going to play out. You can find me online at roblackshow.com. It's roblackshow.com. You can find some great downloadables at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Want to meet with a CFP? Send in a request at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black. Me and my boys, my boys, my boys will listen to Imagine Dragons. We'll watch documentaries on them. I can't get my kids to watch baseball. Can't do it. Who's the most famous songwriting team of hit in history? Is it Lennon McCarthy? Is it Buckrod and David? Is it George and Irwin Gershwin? Or is it Jack Norworth and Albert Von Tilzer? They did Happy Birthday and the Star Spangled Banner. Take Me Out to the Ballpark is sung in every Major League Baseball game during the 7th inning. I know, right? Talking about the polo grounds and stuff like that just doesn't interest my boys they don't really give a much hoot about baseball and it's starting to show up in the numbers baseball the official culprit last year was weather people said weather was causing a slide in attendance not this year's that's not the problem commissioner rob manfred said it's increased competition for the entertainment dollar I think it's because Millennials just don't care, and Generation Z just doesn't care. But season ticket sales are declining. The Players Union says fans simply won't come out to watch bad teams that aren't trying hard enough to get better. When you take a look at the Yankees in Boston, the Dodgers in Chicago, the biggest cities in the country, they've got the biggest TV contracts, and they get the best players. So why would we want to watch a Miami Marlins or a Tampa Bay Rays or Minnesota Twins game? Every now and then it could spark fascination with a big run, but it's, it's not good attendance at major league ballparks peaked an average 32,785 in 2007 now that was at the tail end of the steroid era um it's pretty interesting to look out that the Giants sold out every game in san francisco for nearly seven years running before the streak was broken last july or the two julys before because they're a shell of the team that they were i work at a tv station cron Four, san francisco and uh we've got box seats because i think You're supposed. Every major media outlet does box seats. They can entertain clients and stuff like that. A couple years ago, there would be raffles, like once a month, for those tickets. Now they're they're basically if anyone wants them, they're on my desk. Come grab them. Let me take you to a Giants game. Let me know. Um, beautiful night in Pittsburgh last week. Thirteen thousand fans. That's not good. Some teams like Minnesota are selling five dollar tickets just to get people in the seats, and they're saying, yeah, your product is so bad, we don't even want the five dollar seat. Then there's parking. I think baseball's losing its true fans. They're aging out. And how a game plays out over nine innings. There's a guy at the radio station, Russ. He loves baseball. He loves all the nine innings of it. Uh, it's frustrating for me to watch a game that features very little strategy. Lots of time with pitching changes. You know, If I were an alcoholic, and I'm not, but if I were, I'd probably like baseball because i go, ah, another inning change, go grab me a beer from the fridge. Uh, I remember being younger watching Ricky Henderson and I could tell you like every player in the 1977 New York Yankees, because at that point in my life, I was fascinated with baseball. I was a young, young kid. And I learned how to read by reading box scores. My brother, David, best brother ever. Um, he said, you got to pick a team. And I did. And oddly enough, it was the Yankees because I was down to the Yankees and he, he liked Cincinnati Reds and I'd sneak into his room. Well, after the time I was supposed to be in bed and we listened to life radio of Cincinnati Reds games. So I can name you all the Reds from 76, 77, 78, and all the Yankees. Startling, because it was emotionally a very happy time for me. I was safe in his room, and he taught me how to read. Um, and you'd, like, you know, stolen bases were in art form, and now it's just, like, they barely happen. And the hit and run, you know, radio is, does a great job of sports, because it, it creates theater of the mind. So, but attendance is down, and I, and I don't know what they do. I, You know, the day and age of, like, the Phillies with Bryce Harper, they're packing it in because he's a a guy who he's shaped like a monster. He's got the bone structures of a monster and the musculature of a monster. If you were to find out like he were eating like goats, live goats in his backyard, you'd be like, I thought that was something that was happening because he's kind of freakish. But I think the trend is would I invest in a baseball team right now? I would not. They still have Amazon and Google and Facebook who are trying to get... Eyeballs there for long periods of time so they could tell their advertisers the average eyeballs were here for 37 minutes or 42 minutes or a buck 15. But um, those options, in my opinion, are going to be replaced with other sports. So, and again, would I invest in baseball? No, because the trend is not good. So, what would I invest in? And that's where you start coming into aha moments. If Rob is saying the trends on, on baseball are down, I should look for trends that are up to invest in. When we go from 10 states to 20 states or 20 states to 25 states or 25 to 30 legalizing marijuana, that's a trend. When you have baby boomers who are 65 years old and you know the numbers are growing faster and faster into retirement, that's a trend. When millennials have the most amount of stupid money, also known as discretionary and they do stupid things with it. You invest in that because that's where the money's going. You go where the money's going. You go where the trend is, the statistics. One of the best things you could ever do if you want to become a good investor is, is, is pick up a lot of knowledge on the census. You can learn what cities to invest in of housing. You can learn uh, you know, the demographics of America and obviously more pharmaceuticals and more healthcare as we age. You can learn about the demographics of the discretionary money with the millennials. Uh, The census.gov, it doesn't make any sense. Very, very powerful resource for research. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing and more. Oh, There's a Charles Schwab survey that was a little upsetting on some levels. Talked about how millennials and Generation Z are spending more than they can really afford because they want to keep up with their friends on social media. That's not good. That's when you're a dad and you say, let's move to the mountains, kids. And now you're saying, that's not good. And I agree. You shouldn't move to the mountains, but you don't really want your kids saying, Dad, I need a new iPad. How old are you? Six? I didn't have an iPad. I never had an iPad. But, uh, yeah. Prevailing sentiment is that you know, they want to spin big on, on urges. So it's kind of fascinating. A lot of the younger people that I know really do have some great experiences. They go to Thailand. They go to raves. You know, uh, they go to New York. They, 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 they live large while they can. And they want that flexibility in their workforce as well, which is pretty interesting to me. So they want more time off. I told you that I gave, I gave speeches, and one of the speeches that I gave was shockingly uh, eye-opening for me. That I was talking to the HR group before I gave a speech, and they go, We've got all these great benefits, but legally we're not allowed to talk to our employees about them. But we can have outside people like you come in and talk to them. And uh, I was like, Whoa, look at some of these benefits. You know, there's a cash fund, there's a cash match in the 401k, all good stuff. Um, but then they're like, They want sushi like they get at an Apple and Google. And I'm like, Spoiled brats want sushi? I'll take the 6% free cash. Or the 9% is actually what it worked out to. And uh, long story short, they want the sushi. Right? Just throwing it out there. Right. Um, A lot of cannabis legalization steps have been made recently. And Wall Street is paying attention to it. So there's a lot more talk about some of the marijuana stocks. And we're starting to talk more and more regularly about CBD oil, the non-intoxicating cannabis ingredient that Congress decriminalized in December. Companies like CV Sciences, ticker symbol CVSI, joined more than 100 witnesses in urging the agency to mark a path for vendors to sell CBD foods and over-the-counter products without running afoul of FDA rules. There's some really weird ones like Cresco Labs. When you have five letters in your ticker symbol, it worries me. But adding recreational volumes to existing sales of medical cannabis, you can see that it's a pretty big market. The passing of adult use retail sales in Illinois could serve as a catalyst for other states. I have a friend who did the CBD oil on his joints, and I, which is kind of funny that I use the word joints, right? So he rubbed CBD oil onto his knees in some sort of pain cream or pain ointment. I don't even know. And he said the results were amazing. He used to, IC, he used to use Icy Hot. Now he uses CBD oil. Uh, a lot of companies like Coca-Cola are looking at... You making sleepy time soda or trying to figure out all the ways around it. No, uh, that's out there. There's a business that never seems to go away. My boys want a basketball hoop. And I said, okay, you can get a basketball hoop if you throw away three things in the garage. And man, you would have thought I was pulling teeth. Because they're not hoarders, but they don't like getting rid of stuff. So which I think it kind of means they're hoarders. So garbage and the need to get rid of it, it's not going to go away anytime soon. Uh, no matter how bad the trade war gets with China, we still have to get garbage out of our house. Um, Think about fast food restaurants. How much exposure does does McDonald's really have to China? That's the question. But waste management, ticker symbol WM, it's up 25% this year. Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 6%. Now, waste management has delivered each year in the last five years, 23% average return. That's better than the Dow Jones Industrial Average, 11%. You've seen waste management trucks. You've seen the facilities. There was a point in time where... We used to go recycle our, our cans and our bottles, and now they're just like, hey, we'll do the recycling for you, and we'll charge you for picking it up, and we'll make the money on the recycling. There's another trash company called Republic Services. Their year date and five-year average annual returns, their five-year average annual is 22% each year for the last five years. Not too shabby. They're up 18% for the year. So one man's trash is another man's treasure. Should you put it in your portfolio? I don't know. I don't know what's in your portfolio. That's why I can't say if you should put it in your portfolio. Would I consider it for my portfolio? Sure. Um, There's another trash company called Waste Connections that I don't know very well, but their numbers are just as good. So 23% average annual returns each year for the last five years, 27% up this year. Nothing China can do is going to change that. China can say, oh, we're going to send company to America to haul trash. Nope, not going to happen. And me and uh, the producer, Zach, get together and say, hey, well, let's start a new business and let's haul people's trash. It's not that easy because you have to get city contracts and, and uh, municipal contracts and state contracts. And let's just put it this way. No one wants a dump built in their city. So we have to find cities that are in need of money that we buy our way in. It's tough. It's tough business to crack into is what I'm trying to get at. Uh, do I look at these stocks as automatic winners for this year? No. I look at them as good winners over 5, 10, 15, 20 years because I don't have any other option. If the kids want a basketball hoop, i got to throw away a glass table, i got to throw away a card table, and maybe some plastic chairs that just didn't age terribly well. You know, when you're having a party at your house, you're like, oh, let's go to the store and get some chairs so people can sit down outside. Sometimes those things don't age terribly well. So one man's trash is another man's treasure. They're expensive stocks. But that's because Wall Street knows that waste hauling is economically sensitive in the sense that when the economy dips, people may consume less, generating less garbage. But the total amount of waste is linked more closely with the number of people in a community rather than the economic ripple effects from trade wars in China and the United States. Uh, Waste management has sought to make sure its business is where the people are, investing in cities with population growth. So not stupid companies. Just throwing it out there for you. The trash man cometh. Salesforce.com. Interesting publicly traded company. I love the CEO. I think he's good for San Francisco. He's a native San Franciscan. Mark Benioff. Uh, More businesses are moving business applications online to save money. They're up about five bucks today. Sitting at 155. The all-time high, which could be a marijuana song. From an all-time high, it's 167. So you're not down a lot from their all-time high. It's an expensive stock, and people like it. It's a lot like, are you ready to sell your Apple? Are you ready to sell your Facebook? Are you ready to sell your Netflix? Or you think it's got one more leg up? Salesforce is at an all-time high. It's worth even. Let's see what we got here. Is that an all-time high? Is that like a Roberta Flack song. I know you're saying Roberta Flack. That's some knowledge from the 1970s. That's what the analysts are saying today about Salesforce.com and their quarter from last night. Yeah, yeah. Is that a rubber Flack? Oh, Rita Coolidge. Oh, you guys don't know this, but I've got someone talking in my ear, and it's not a spider that crawled in there and planted seeds in my brain. Analysts aren't saying much about it. Huh. One analyst raises a price target from 195 to 200 based on enterprise value-to-revenue ratio of just over eight times. When you look at a Salesforce.com... When an analyst is starting to throw out numbers like enterprise value to revenue ratio, that's kind of an outlier if, as far as the statistic. It, it's not one. It's it's not price to earnings. It's not price to sales. When you're starting to talk enterprise value to revenue, you're kind of stretching. So it's expensive. It's probably a company that could burn you on the downside. If like Mark Benioff were to die, or if. Amazon were to get serious on competition and say we're going to slash prices. Stock's currently trading slightly above its historical enterprise value to revenue ratio. See, it's a tough one to, to like analyze. But Oppenheimer is saying it's got 20% plus organic revenue growth and near, in near and medium terms. Uh, lends support to their thesis that Salesforce can continue producing steady share gains, durable growth and increasing cash flow, even in a slowing economy. So, stock's up. Stock's up today after nice earnings last night. Tearsable CRM. And what I was trying to say about Mark Benioff, he's done a really, really good job of being a CEO who tries to help the community that he lives in and works in, whether it be the homeless people or uh, wildfire victims where their houses burned down. Good guy. Smart guy. I don't like his shoes. You can find me online at com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Hello, hello. If you own shares of GameStop, you might want to stay in buildings that are only two stories high when I throw out this next news. You've been warned. Stock's down 36% today. It's weighing in on the retail sector after it's eliminating its dividend. So GameStop, where you can go in and say, Hey! My kids want one of those Nintendo Switches. What's it all about? And they'll go, I'll tell you what it's all about. It's all about, it, it, it's a handheld experience that is like, and so they'll, they'll geek out on you. I tend to think that people who work at GameStop, again, here's just a huge fallacy of me. I make blanket statements. This is radio. And if you don't make blanket statements, you get too, too much caught in the granularity of, of conversations. But I, I kind of feel like every employee at GameStop has to be a nerd. And it's kinda like nerd heaven of people who play video games. Now, I like playing video games. I think it's I grew up with video games and it's it's something that relaxes me a lot more than a cigar or watching sports. (laughs) Basketball. I I don't give a poop about basketball until I'm on the team. Right? So GameStop's basically done. They are a victim of Amazon, they are a victim of the internet. Now you can download games pretty darn easily. Going on a road trip, wanna keep your kids quiet in the back seat? download a game, you don't have to go to the store anymore. So I'm not going to say price target zero, but it feels a lot like a Radio Shack where you've been Amazon, Google and Facebook are rolling back over after yesterday's balance after, as antitrust concerns linger. That's going to be a story this summer. So we got that. Skyworks is leading chip stocks lower today after the Huawei ban. They're one of those semiconductor companies that have exposure to Huawei. When the trade war Softens when the rhetoric is put aside. That's a stock that could have really a, quite a big move. Stock market picked up where it left off yesterday based on the fear, not the fears, excuse me, based on the idea that the Fed's going to help us out and lower interest rates. Now the NASDAQ's lower and the Dow's higher, and the SP 500's lower. So there's a little bit of a rollover. So Bernie Sanders, uh, he, I try to be funny at times, and I, I, I know that's not appropriate because you may really like Bernie Sanders. But he's going out of his way right now to demonize Walmart. And I get it. Trust me, I get it. Um, We live in a world of trying to get votes. And Democrats right now are in the position of campaigning earlier than Republicans. The president is a Republican, and in theory he is campaigning by showing you his agenda. So Democrats have to get up there and and robble. And uh, Senator Bernie Sanders... He stopped by Bentonville, Arkansas, Walmart headquarters, and basically called them kind of an evil company. In a statement, he said, the greed at Walmart and throughout corporate America is destroying the social and economic fabric of America, and it needs to stop. Now, in my head, it probably sounds like this. The greed of Walmart and corporate America is destroying the social and economic fabric of America. It's too barky. That's good. That's good content. I like that. Michael Douglas and Wall Street. That movie did not age well. His cell phone is about the size of a size 14 foot. So, Bernie Sanders says American people are very tired of grotesque levels of income inequality. You have a situation where the CEO of Walmart makes a thousand times more than the average worker. I hate comparisons like that. I think they are cheap shots. I think it's data that is cheap. Um, And it's it's manipulative. Yes, CEOs make a lot of money. Mama, don't let your kids grow up cowboys. Another horrible song that was so bad, it was actually good. So he's the most vocal candidate taking shots at CEOs right now. He's the only presidential contender with a close eye on the largest employer in the United States. And some people would say Walmart's a good thing for people because they've lowered prices for everyday goods that mom and pops wouldn't do. But he's saying let's focus on that CEO. The larger goal is to raise wages for everyone. That is... Altruistic, So when you start raising wages, you start creating inflation. So you don't want to raise them too much. And should an employee who's 16 years old, got pimples all over his face, should he be paid close to a CEO? Or does he have time to figure it out through college and other avenues to do what he has to do? Now, I'm probably sounding like a corporate pig. I get it, but I corporations are technically defined by the IRS as people, living people. And I ask you, with your money, let's say you've got for lack of a better phrase, someone who speaks Spanish and only Spanish who mows your yard. Why don't you pay him more? Well, I think I'm doing him a favor. I'm letting him mow my yard. I could do it myself, but I don't want to. Right. Or how about the people who pick fruit? It's a very complicated question in the United States on wage and income. And I'll tell you who cares. Generation Y and the millennials. Generation Z. Um, And they're going to be the voters and their revenues are growing. Their disposable income is, is, is something we pay attention to. They have the chance to change Walmart by not shopping at Walmart, but will they, sh- will they shop at Walmart and get the lower prices? Or will they go the Amazon route? And then look at how much wealth that's created for the CEO of Amazon, right? It is a sticky, sticky question. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at Rob Black Show. I'll update some YouTube videos today at Rob Black Show channel. I'm Rob Black.